0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their family, whānau and support teams. This week's very special radio star is Kathy from Brain Injury Association. So hello Cathy, welcome and thanks for coming in today. Thank you very much for having me, Valerie. Not a problem, it's always good to have another radio star kidnapped. Now, it's Brain Injury Awareness Month in March. So can you tell us what's happening in well, Otago? Well,
1: there's various um, things that we're doing. We're, we're actually, and uh, some of the listeners may have heard we've been advertising on the radio, um, mm. and taking some a- advertising on the radio. We're Nationally, we're a- advertising through... Um, at um, Google and other bits and oh, pieces, wow. which is the first time ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're stepping up. Um, we had Brain Day on Saturday, which you were yeah. very well aware of, yep. and uh, we had lots of um, people that came along and, and enjoyed the uh, lectures and also the other bits and pieces from the community organisation, so that was great. And yeah, making banana DNA. <laughs> yes, that was really bizarre, wasn't it? <laughs> it it was, made it me feel cool. like a scientist, though. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, you know, our focus this year is around falls and especially the um, very young and the elderly who are yeah. most at risk. So we've got this new PowerPoint for um, paediatric brain injury and concussion, and we're offering that to different organisations and people around um, the province. So yep. um, we, we did one last week, we've got one this week and one next week and I also ha- have one actually planned for public in Alexandra um, next month. So, you know... What, the do more, you know the date? Um, I think it's the 15th of April.
0: Okay, because it's going out next week. right. Yeah, so 15th of April, Alex, okay. Well, you yeah. can get more information about that mm. out, to cl- out to people anyway. Yes. Cool, so it sounds quite busy. Yes, March is always a busy month. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it, yes. So um, brain injury is really common in New Zealand. Can you tell us the stats for a day, a week, a year? Okay. So there's one, a brain injury happens in New Zealand
1: every 15 minutes, or about 99 a day. That's a huge amount, isn't it? I know it is huge. And what's the major? What's the most common cause? Well, many people think it's car crashes or sports, mm. but in actual fact, it's falls. Oh, okay. Hence us working on that this year. And, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite surprising. You know, um, the, the actual stats is thirty eight percent for falls. Mechanical forces, 21%, that might be being hit by something or uh, transport, include cars, bikes and everything, is 20% and assault, 17%. Oh,
0: wow. Okay, so uh, a fall, so that's just, is that someone falling against a wall or falling, actually falling down and hitting the ground? Yeah, just fall and hit their head in some way. Mm. Wow. So that's... I didn't realise that. I would have thought it would have been sports.
1: I know. Many people are surprised about that. And, like, with the uh, the very young, I mean, they do mm. fall a lot. And then so, uh, again, as we, we age. But the other thing, as we age, we are also um blood vessels ha- have thinned, you know, yeah, and okay. so there can often be a bleed, which is something that we do have to be very, very careful of.
0: Okay, and older people? Yes.
1: Not so and, much. In and that's that. why we have to... And, and that's one of the reasons why um, anyone that has a concussion should, you know, if they're having symptoms, mm. be checked out medically to make sure that there's not a bleed in the brain.
0: Okay. You so
1: know. what are symptoms of a concussion? Okay, so the symptoms can be the likes of... Um, you know, well, well, automatically if you see any fluid coming out of the ears or nose that you would seek medical attention, confusion, dizziness, uh, uh, um, balance, uh, you, know, you know, often a, a real sleepiness mm. and that. So, I mean, any of those signs where somebody seems out of kilter and you can see that they've banged their head, you should, or vomiting is another one, okay. you should get them checked. So it's lodged, the, the claim is lodged with ACC, and if it doesn't heal, there's, uh, there's other supports available. Okay.
0: So do you, um, so the most common causes are falls, and you work with ACC quite a lot because a fall is an injury. So yeah. the ACC So claims. out of
1: those 99 a day, about yeah. 79 of them are what we call traumatic brain injury. Wow. And 20 of them are from medical events, such as okay. brain tumours, aneurysms, and strokes. And mm-hmm. and that so that that is huge, mm. you know. So um, I think nine percent, um, no, I should say nine thousand strokes, new strokes a year. Wow. Yeah, as against thirty six thousand. Yeah. So that that's huge. Mm. Yeah,
0: because I think we we have about we have one hundred and thirty four people diagnosed with MS a year. So those stats are quite yeah. a lot bigger yeah. than ours.
1: Yes, but we would have, you know, we can range for anything to 80 to 100 new referrals just in Otago for a year.
0: That's a lot, isn't
1: it? And we don't get all the referrals, of course. We only get the ones that are struggling to recover or, you know, have a more severe injury and are there, you know, and it's going to be with them for life.
0: Do you think some people are struggling without realising that there's help available, though?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I strike that all the time. Um, people coming into our office. They thought they were going mad. Um, Often it's diagnosed as mental health issues. Sometimes the people have been misdiagnosed as mental health. Some people um, may have not not really understood mm. that they can't just push through this concussion
0: yeah
1: you know like fatigue you can't yeah
0: you can't, you can't push, push through it
1: and in actual fact what happens is you actually delay your recovery mm. so there were so people really yeah. want to get back into going to work or whatever worst thing you can do you know you need just push to yourself give, that extra bit yeah yeah you need to give your brain and body a chance to recover
0: but these quite in society more widely these are like You push on, you get through it, you soldier on, like that cold draw ad says. And actually, I think maybe now we're a bit more aware of actually self-care seems to be more of a thing in the public domain. And particularly since COVID is like, take care of yourself. Yes, and I think think that is true that we, you know, and
1: that's one of the biggest messages we try and uh, Mm. get through to people is it's about listening to your body yeah yeah and if you're listening to your body, then you know that you're tired, you know you can put in, in strategies to deal with stuff. but if you just keep soldiering on, I always say a person with a brain inju- without a brain injury can maybe push the boat out at um day and night at um you know say for three or four weeks you know yeah. late nights and long days and whatever, and that so for a person with a brain injury they they may struggle after an hour or two of doing a certain activity. And, mm-hmm. and so, and the fatigue tends to accumulate and um, oh, okay. it doesn't, uh, yeah, it accumulates. And so then you hit what we call a bust period. Bust. Boom yeah, or bust. Boom or bust. And, you know, when you bust, you can bust majorly and it can take months to re- re- regain the progress that you made.
0: So uh, if you have a concussion... Or another brain injury, then actually take time to recover. Because if you take time, you're probably going to hit – yeah, your long-term outcomes better if you – Yeah, well, if you take the time to, to learn to
1: listen to your body and mm-hmm. and put in the strategies, some – you know, for a moderate to severe brain injury, you know, often there is permanent problems. Yeah. In that, But it doesn't mean to say you can't get on and live your life.
0: Oh no, absolutely not. And it's not. the same with a yeah.
1: mild brain injury. Some people with a mild brain injury mm. um, don't fully ever, ever fully recover.
0: Okay.
1: And that's so. And and a lot of people you talk to, they'll always say, "Oh, their memory's not as good," or "I get a lot tighter than I used oh, to." Oh, right, yeah. So they've adapted their lives to it, and, and that. But you know, it is about making sure that you do that adapting mm. because that's when you're going to get the best out of your life. Mm.
0: That's the thing you have to yeah with um because fatigue is something that people with MS suffer uh, have quite a lot of. I don't want to say suffer from, but it's getting the strategies around managing that.
1: And the thing that people don't see is the connection between the fatigue mm. and the other symptoms. Now, yes. when a person's tired, yeah, if they've not got noise or light sensitivity, that yeah. will increase. Mm. You know, their ability to function um, cognitively may decrease. Yeah. You know, their balance may get worse. Their headaches, you know, more often than not do increase. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the fatigue compounds everything.
0: Yeah, and like um, it, it compounds. I mean, it, it fatigue compounds irritability in me. So people that have that have got mm. other things. Mm. Um. And, and getting and getting quite grumpy because they're, they're just over... They're t- no, it's not overtired because fatigue is not being tired. Mm. It's a different thing. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that people go, oh, you're just tired, but actually it's fatigue. And yeah, it is fatigue. It's fatiguing. a very and often, different thing.
1: And you often see, you know, in families, you know, um, near the end of the day, mm. say dad's got a brain injury. You know, the kids come home from school and all of a sudden there's a lot more going on yeah. in the home. No, and there's yep. tea and it's a busy environment anyway. And this person's fatigued, and that's why we always encourage them to maybe have a bit of a break. You know, yep. and I've had people that work, and I often encourage them to have ten minutes, quarter of an hour, sitting in their car, yeah, before just they go on, having that downtime before they go in and go back into that and vi- busy environment.
0: I think that's a good skill for any of us to a good thing for any of us to do actually. But if you're feeling, um. And 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 you said dads, but I think mums need to do that mm. more as well. Oh, definitely. Because the the pressure on the yeah. pressure on the mums to be doing the meals and all that is quite hard. Can be quite full on. Definitely. And I, you can't see your brain injury, so yeah, that's another thing. Oh, you look fine, which yeah. is what my clients get a lot.
1: Yes, and and that's very irritating. They haven't mm. got it stamped on their forehead. Yeah, a lot of them. I've had many clients say to me, oh, I wished I had a, a physical disability as well, because then they would take more understanding. And that, that's the shame is that there is a lot of emphasis in our community on physical disability yeah. and very, very little on the cognitive and sensory issues that people have to deal with.
0: Mm. I think that's probably changing. I mean, it's definitely changed a lot more since I was a child, which is a wee while ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like having, there's a bit more of awareness of um, people with cognitive issues and things, but with brain injury, because it's, um, it is invisible, it is a mess, it's, people don't take people as seriously, or they just assume that they're going to be understanding things and able to do stuff. Whereas actually, that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, and it is so hard for friends and families to understand, yeah. you know, that the person really, you know, can can do it at this hour. Yeah. And then three hours later, they can't take on board the same information and it's because mm. the brain's tired and it's not, the you know, in the same situation. Absolutely. That's what people really struggle with. And then you have people saying, oh, you just use your brain injury. Well, I don't know anyone that would use their brain injury for the simple fact it's such a hell of a thing to have. Why yeah, would, it is. Why would anyone pretend they had one?
0: Yeah, it's quite. Um, I, my clients get, "Oh, you're looking really well," and it's like mm, they might be looking really well, and they <laughs> might be having the worst day ever. Yeah. You know, because fatigue, you can't see the fatigue. Sometimes yeah. you can, but um, and I get I get really stroppy with people. I make the distinction between being tired and being fatigued. Yes, it's really
1: important. Another thing I just wanted to point out too is that rural. Um, Males. Males are more at risk of, of brain injury than females. Okay. Um, three to one. Right. And um, in the rural communities, yeah. they're more at risk of a moderate to severe brain injury than in the urban community.
0: Mm. Why do you think that is? Um, is it I falling think, off tractors or playing uh, sports? I think or? it's
1: probably a combination. Yeah. And a lot of young people in rural communities get mm. their licences early. Yes. And um, there's no taxis, there's no public transport, and so
0: you, you get them taking risks. Yeah, when that reptile brain happens and they can't make particularly yep. good disc- yep. decisions. So you said it can, t- it can take a long time to recover. And some people never do? That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So you can listen to this oar. other podcasts on oar.org.nz. Now, Cathy's musical choice, which was a discussion this morning, was... It is uh, Country Boy by John Denver. Why did you choose this piece?
1: <laughs> I've always been a fan of John Denver. I actually yeah. went and saw him in person oh, did you? many years ago when, when he came to Australia. Oh, okay. And uh, it was one of the best shows I ever went to. And it was in Lang Park, the, you know, um, the stadium that they play all the rugby league. Oh, right. And it was massive and he was fantastic to listen to. Oh, cool.
2: On the farm is kind of laid back Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack It's early to rise, early in a sack Thank God I'm a country boy Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm Days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy when the work's all done and the sun's set low Pull out the fiddle and I'm rosin' up the bow Kids are asleep so I keep a catalog And thank God I'm a country boy I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could But the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good So a fiddle when I can, work when I should And thank God I'm a country boy Will I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle they have my fiddle than a fun and my farming tools. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, city folk driving in a black limousine. A lot of sad people thinking that's a mighty keen. Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a firewife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny but a riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. That is till the day he died And he took me by the hand Held me close to his side Said to live a good life play my fiddle of pride And thank God I'm oh, a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young How to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a tune on a fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God I'm oh, a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle
0: Was Country Boy by John Denver the musical choice of radio star Kathy from the Brain Injury Association? So, how do we peek at your national website and noted that fatigue is a big issue after brain injury. So, can you tell us? And we just had a wee chat about that before the um, music. Can you tell us? Have you have any tips for managing fatigue?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the main thing, as I said before, is, is about listening to your body, and it's about we talk about brain breaks.
0: Yeah, that, and, oh, and, I really and, like the idea um, of them. Yeah.
1: And so what we encourage is people to, you know, I mean, I, I think everybody factors mm. in, you know, we have a morning tea and an afternoon tea. And yes. that's basically to let us recharge a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, what I would encourage is a person to make sure, you know, if they're getting up at around eight, you know, that they have a brain break about 10. Oh, OK. And it doesn't have to be long. And sometimes it's just about um, sitting down in a quiet space, closing mm. your eyes. You don't have to sleep, but just do some good deep belly breathing breathing and that um, slows the heart rate okay. and actually, um, you know, makes you feel better yep. and, you know, the brain can be quite buzzy and ringing
2: mm.
1: and that, and when you do this, all of a sudden you open your eyes and you feel clear
0: again. So it lets you recharge. Okay, so it's a bit like um, plugging in your batteries for a wee ball and how often, how often would you encourage people to have a wee brain break during the day? Every couple of hours. Well, or? depending
1: on their fatigue levels, you know. Mm. Now, now, some people, you know, need to have a brain break every hour. Okay. Yeah. And then other people don't. So it's about listen. This is when I said about listening mm. to your body, and that, <laughs> that you know, I mean, I was driving home yesterday from Mosgiel to Dunedin. Yeah. And I come down to one way street and I thought, oh, I'm going to go home. I've got visitors. I've got to get tea and yeah. And I was exhausted, and so I pulled in. And had a brain break, and then I went off the supermarket and carried on with the rest of my day.
0: Okay, but that was
1: just just that little
0: bit of break of a time was really Re- allowed good. Allowed
1: me to recharge. Yes.
0: Okay, so that's because if I if I sit down and close my eyes, I'm asleep. These just yeah, that yep. just happens because I'm possibly overdoing it. Yes, but- that's that's the thing, <laughs> and that so so if you have
1: a lot of these little brain breaks through the day, a couple of them. So you have mm. one at morning tea, you can have another one at lunchtime. Yeah, and then one in the middle of the afternoon. Um, again, you, you talked before about, you know, parents, uh, also mothers. I remember when my children were young and at school, uh, half past two came and it was yeah. make a cup of coffee, sit with my feet up and just relax, oh, right. ready for the onslaught. Yeah. And that's so, this is the sort of stuff again, you know, um, and so it's about balancing your day.
0: Yeah, I now have, when I leave, when I get home from work, I have a, a wee break before I whip into doing yes. everything, and I find it much better to cope with if I have that break before I start cooking tea and doing all that. And I don't have fatigue, yep. but that makes a, a big difference to how um, how grumpy I am and all the well, rest and of And that's
1: it, because you, you may not say you, you don't feel as if you have fatigue, but you, you have had a busy day, yep. and your brain is tired, and you need that wee bit of a mm. recharge. And, uh, I mean... Again, I can't reiterate enough, for any of us, you know, good fatigue management um, is important, but after a brain injury, it is the key to what we can achieve with the rest of our life.
0: Yeah, because I really like the idea of the... I've got a client that she has a a neuro-nap. Yes. But it's um, 20 to 40 minutes, I think, is the ideal if you're having a neuro-nap during the day. So
1: I think, you know, a few years ago we had a... um, a session that I went to, and it said six minutes, 20 minutes, or an hour. Oh, wow. No more. Six, Which
0: 20, is, or an hour. Or an hour. So, so the six, six minutes m- is
1: probably what I'm doing. was a brain and, break, And yeah. um, some people need 20, but there are some times mm. when I need an hour. <laughs> but yeah. the, the main thing is to, if you're doing it regularly through the day, and you oh six minutes or a very short time, then it's not going to impact on your um, night sleep.
0: Yeah, because that's the that would be the thing. Like I, with most of my client base, they have fatigue, so they'll have a sleep and then uh, during the day, and then they'll have a sleep again at night. Um, but I do find that, you know some people actually struggle to. I have a friend with chronic fatigue, and she struggles to stay asleep.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it, there's a whole lot around our sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, a whole lot of things that we need to do to keep it. But regular sleep hygiene, you know, good sleep hygiene is yeah. regular bedtimes, regular patterns, and uh, that's the best way you can. You know, so chronic fatigue is, is sometimes um, more, um, uh, it's a secondary pain, uh, a secondary condition from, yeah. you know, from your pain brain. or whatever else. Yeah, it is. Whereas... Um, Fatigue from a brain injury is a primary fatigue, so it's actually the damage to the brain that. So it's oh, an okay. organic yeah. fatigue, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and um, so you know, but I think that it doesn't matter what sort of fatigue; it's about managing it.
0: Okay so that 's really good, so like a six six twenty six minutes, twenty minutes, or one hour break is the best way to yeah, to become not to exceed it not to exceed that because then you get yeah. to sleep in a in a normal the sleep hygiene, which is the new terminology mm-hmm. for having a decent sleep, so having a dark bedroom. Going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time, even yeah. at weekends, apparently. Yeah.
1: And the other thing I just thought of, too, is, you know, the, the uh, short brain break it, yeah. by just sitting in a chair. Because if you go to bed, what people yeah. do is they often go into a deeper sleep, whereas just having a, having a cat nap in a chair is so much easier because you don't get into that deep, deep sleep.
0: Yes. Yeah, so then I get into the REM sleep for doing that, yep. and it's still a break. Yep. So just, I think possibly we could all benefit from doing that actually. Oh, and yes. the belly breathing, which is a yeah. Um, like I do, I do um belly breathing, you know, from the diaphragm. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that at night if I can't sleep. I do. I concentrate mm. on my breathing. Breathing, and I have a wee few patterns of people. Mm. Um, like trying to get to sleep at night, then. I do some visualisation and things like that mm. just to put yourself in a nice place and remember it, you know, mm. like to feel the stones mm. under my feet and the mm. water and everything, and then by the time I've got to my knees, I'm asleep. Yeah. Sleep is so important
1: for all of us, it, you know, we, we need it, our bodies need it.
0: Yeah, and if we don't, like, it has major consequences if we don't get enough sleep. Yes. So you've got some really good fatigue Um Tips there. So, what what social supports does BIA offer to those, which is Brain Injury Association, offer for those with a brain injury and their families? So, the, what we do is we link people into the right supports. We do
1: yeah. have um, support groups across the province, mm-hmm. in that, but we also link people into other groups. And, and so, they, if they may have, a, a, um, you know, if they're through ACC, they may have um, be working with a rehab team, and we make okay. sure that they know how to link in to, oh, you know, if they're doing yep. art or if they're interested in music or whatever else. But um, for those that have it through a medical event, yeah, they don't necessarily get the same um, ongoing input, mm-hmm. and so therefore it's important for them to to know where they can go and what they can do. You know, and the, the supports around going back to work. Yeah, you know, so you've got somebody that's had a brain tumor, and and they can go back to work, but they you know
0: maybe not allowed to drive and things. There are things available, so we can help with all that sort I of guess, Um if, uh, would yours most be through ACC though, because you can get uh, work here help to get back to work at, at yes. driving, yeah. like getting taken yeah. to work if you've had a medical event or
1: yeah, um, yeah. If you're not allowed to drive because of your, your yeah. accident, then ACC can help you with taxis and bits and pieces. Mm. So there is other other community things available which we can help with as well. Mm. And you mentioned music. So just a wee plug for the Neurology Singing Group. <laughs> yes, which is held every Monday at 10.30. So if anyone is interested, they're more than welcome to come along. That, that's had a neurological condition. And all they've got to do is um, ring our office, 471-6156, and let me know, and I can pass that on. So and where is it held? It's held at the um, Cavendish Baptist Church out on the corner of Surrey Street and South Road.
0: Nice. So... Family support, you support families as well as people? Yeah, individuals, families
1: and sometimes, you know, often it can be the families or sometimes it can be um, people that are working with people with brain injuries and so it can be employers or um, government organisations and stuff like that as well. And workmates
0: and things as well. Mm. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell us? No, I don't think so. I think we've we've covered a fair bit today. We have covered quite a lot. We've done very well. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you've just given us your phone number. Have, um, how else can people contact you? They can contact us through our
1: website, which is braininjuryotago.org.nz. And um, or my cell phone, 027 303 7727. Mm-hmm. And like you, we're based here in Community House. Great 283 now. Murray Place,
0: Dunedin. Nice. So this has been the lovely Cathy from BIA. Thank you so much for being our radio star. And this has been MS Momentum for March the 22nd, Otago Anniversary. Day. I hope you're all enjoying your day off. I am. The Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society aims to empower people with multiple sclerosis and their families by providing them with information and skills to participate actively
2: in the community in ways that are meaningful to them.
0: Otago.org.nz or give us a call toll free on,
2: on 0508. MS Otago.
0: That's 0508-6768-246. Otago Bottles Crisis Society working for the people of Otago. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air.